welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Parshas Chorama, supporting the supporter. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Truma, I want to share with you Devat Torah, I think I said a couple of years ago. I think it's good Chazara for me, so I would like to go over it and add some interesting ideas as well. We know very, in our Parsha, Parsha Truma, it says, Vaikhuli Truma. Kodesh Bulchu asked Bnei Israel to participate in volunteering, volunteering all kinds of goods to the Mishkan. And it says, Take for me an offering. So we all know the basic question begs itself what do you mean, take for me offering? Bnei Israel not taking, they're giving. They're choosing to, to give. So why is it being referred to as taking? The obvious answer, as we know, is that when a person gives something to the Mishkan, then he's actually receiving more, more than he's giving. It gave them an opportunity to be a part of the binyan of the Mishkan, the construction of the Mishkan. However, perhaps a more essential question is, we know that the Nesim, the head of the tribes, they responded to this call of contribution to the Mishkan by saying a very general statement, which at first sight seems unbelievable. They said they would donate anything that is still needed after the rest of Neishal gave all that they could. And at the en- in the end, it really there wasn't so much to give. There was some precious stones from the Ephod and the Choshen, oil and spices, incense for the Menorah, etc. And as a result, the Nesim were censored for conducting themselves in such a manner, and the Yud, from the word Nesim, was removed from their title. This you see in Parshas Vayakhel. But the question begs itself, what do you mean? To me, it sounds like it's an unbelievable idea. All they want is for the best of the Mishkan. The house of Hashem, they want it to be perfect, so they say, we'll give all of Bnei Israel a chance to volunteer whatever they want, and whatever's left, it almost sounds like an open-check idea, we'll give whatever's left. So why were they punished? And question number two, is there a significance that they were punished in such a way that they were censored, and instead of the word Nesi'im written with a Yud, it was written without a Yud? So I think that the answer is the following. The Nesim, by saying such a statement, it almost implies that on a certain level, you feel like you're giving Hashem. But Hashem doesn't really need you to give to Him. That's ludicrous to say such a thing. Kaddish Bulchu could have created the Mishkan in a second with everything ready. So why did He indeed create it in such a way that we should volunteer to give things to the Mishkan? Because HaKadosh Bulchu wanted to give us the opportunity for self-development, to, purify, to purify our soul, to become more godlike, to get closer to Hashem. And that's how a person needs to approach a mitzvah. But when you say, oh, I'll give whatever is left, that shows that you really think on a certain level that we are doing for Hashem. No, Hashem is giving the opportunity to us, for us to be like Hashem, to get closer to Hashem, to do a mitzvah. And that was perhaps the mistake on their level. You see this idea in the Gemara in Baba Basra, Daf Yudah where the wicked Tornus Rufus, 
asked Rabbi Akiva, if your God loves the poor people so much, why didn't he provide for them themselves? And Rabbi Akiva responded that HaKadosh Baruch could have easily provided for them, but he chose to give us the merit, the schus of giving tzedakah to save us from Gehenim, to be more like HaKadosh Baruch You see the same idea in Midrash Rabbah on Rus, Rus Rabbah. It says over there that the poor man does more for the rich than the rich man does for the poor. And you see that in the Psukim when Naomi asked Ruth who had provided her with food that she brought home that day. So Ruth answered, the man I did for today was named Boaz. She did today for Boaz, Boaz did for her. Why she say, I did for today? And that's because although Boaz provided her with the materialistic whatever she got, but Hashem could have provided that to herself. Instead, she gave him a mitzvah. And she gave him a chance to be more godlike. Through this, we can also understand a very, very famous Rambam. A very famous Rambam that's the Mishnah on the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, Perik Gimel, Mishnah Yutes. It says that all is judged according to the number of deeds. So the Rambam explains over there that it's better, and many people know this, it's better to give one dollar a hundred days as opposed to giving a hundred dollars one day. Why? Because the, you performed more acts that are godlike, and, and and you're getting close to Hashem like that. It changes you. It purifies your neshama. There's also a famous Chafetz Chaim on this topic. He explains the Pasuk in Mishlei, Terek Gimel, Pasuk Yudches. It says, the famous Pasuk, Etz Chaimi Lama which means it is a tree of life for those who grasp it and its supporters are praiseworthy. But we know, lehachzik, what does lehachzik mean? Lehachzik in Lashon HaKodesh means also to support and also to cling or to grasp to something. So the Chafetz Chaim explains that really Hashem could provide obviously for all these Torah institutions on, on His own. He doesn't need us to help. But... He chooses to do it in such a way that we'll have a chilek in it. We'll participate in supporting the Torah in the world. However, there's two different types of people that support Torah. There are those that support it and understand that they support it, and that's what they think they're doing. And the Kodesh Buch, of, of course, will uh, recognize that and give them credit for that. But on the other hand, there are people that recognize that the Torah institutions are the ones that are saving them. And they'll cling on, cling, they'll cling to those Torah institutions. They're not just going to support it, but the other Havana, understanding of the word Lehachzik, they cling to it just like a person clings for, to a log in the, in the water when he's about to drown. For those people, it'll literally be a tree of life, as the Pasuk says. And that will be the reward. Similar concept we know the Aron HaKodesh, when it was carried from place to place, it was connected to the Badim, like poles of sticks that, that people held on to to carry the Aron from place to, to place. So we know they they really represent the supporters of Torah. They are an intrinsic part of the Torah community. See, they're, 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 same, they're together with the Torah, with the Aron HaKodesh. However, it's interesting that the people who came to carry to carry the Aaron through those through those uh, wood pieces through the Badim 
they actually, through a miracle, were carried themselves. They were literally carried by the Aaron itself. So this shows this idea that you might think you're supporting someone or doing a mitzvah or helping him out and doing chesed, but really that act of chesed you did towards them is what's saving you. There's a famous story, I think I did say this a couple of years ago, with Rabbi Eliezer, Eliezer Gordon. He was the founder of the Telsha Yeshiva, and he was totally supported by his father-in-law, Rabbi Avram Yitzhak Neviezer. And he wanted him to be able to, his son-in-law, to be able to fully devote himself to Torah learning and develop into a gadol batoira. As his family began to grow, he was always offered various rabbinical positions, and he wanted to take them just for the mere reason he didn't want to have such a financial burden on his father-in-law. And when he wanted to accept those positions. So his shver, uh, he didn't allow him. His wife asked him, what do you mean, how long are we going to support our daughter and son-in-law? And he said to her these words, my dear wife, who knows who is supporting whom? Eventually he got offered a position that he had to take, and not only from financial reasons, he thought it was Latzon Hashem for him to take it. And the day he moved to the to, to this new town for this new position, his then uh, the day, literally the day he moved, then his shver, his father-in-law, was Niftar. And at that point it became clear who was supporting who. After we said all this, we can come back to our question that I think is very clear what the answer within the seam already said it. The answer is because the reason the seam were punished, because although they said something that sounds amazing, well, whatever is left, we'll, we'll take care. We'll take care of it and we'll give it to Hashem. It still sounds like there's a little bit, a tinge of lacking of the deep idea that when we give, we don't really give. It's an opportunity for us to get from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we are taking. When we give, we're taking. It's building ourselves up. It's cleansing our neshama. It's helping us getting closer to Hashem. With this, we can perhaps say the following idea. Nesim, written with a Yud, denotes the idea of those that carry. Laset is to carry. But without a yud, then the, it could be read in a way, the vowels can be rearranged to read in a way that it says that it's nisaim, which means those that are carried. So the nisim, now that we take the yud away from the nisim, we're making it more evident that they're not doing anything. Anything they do is really that they are being carried because that symbolizes the idea that when we do mitzvahs and we give, and even if it's giving money or giving jewels, it's really we're getting and we're being carried by someone else. Just like those people that carried the Aun from place to place, they were actually being lifted by the Aun. So once again we see the theme in our world, in this Oilam, that our Kodesh Bova created, of an optical illusion. It seems like he's doing and... And he's doing this and he's doing that, but really, he's not doing. He's not. He's doing maybe, but he's not giving. By his actions, he is getting. You know, son, that we'll go through life understanding that when we do mitzvah and chesed to others, we're not really giving, but rather we're getting. Have a good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman, please share with your friends and family. 
prismaftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divri Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismaftorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leva, Siona, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai, Isaac, Ben Moshe.